0: Hello and welcome to the Guys Like Us podcast. This is your host, Tyler Brondike. Today I'm joined with Jonathan J.P. Pacluda, who's an author and pastor. Stay tuned. Hello and welcome back to the Guys Like Us podcast. This is your host, Tyler Brondike. First of all, thanks so much for tuning into the show today. If you're a first-time listener, welcome. If you've tuned in before, thanks for your continued support. And if you've not done so already, if you could leave a review, give us five stars. I'd greatly appreciate it as it helps with the continued support and growth of this show. Today's conversation is with Jonathan J.P. Pucluda, who's an author and pastor, and his latest book, Welcome to Adulting, Navigating Faith, Friendship, finances, and the future. Jonathan uh, grew up outside of the faith uh, and did not have a relationship with Christ until he made some changes uh, in his early 20s. This is a great episode if you're interested um, in getting deeper in your faith and are looking for ways to do so, or if you're uh, maybe you're new to this whole faith thing, new to Christianity, if you have Uh, or maybe you went when you were younger and you're looking to come back. JP shares a multitude of ways to get involved. And it starts with knowing what you believe, staying on a path where you know the right source of knowledge uh, and recognizing that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A great uh, verse uh, that JP shares. We go back to the beginning of all things. Where does creation come from? How do you understand this? This is a foundational piece. Um, JP opens up and is vulnerable, shares his struggle with pornography, uh, but also how he's been able to get out of this addiction for nearly 10 years. Um, if you're struggling with pornography or an addiction right now, um, there is hope for you, and it's available right now. Uh, finally, he uh, shares uh, some, uh, some wisdom and some importance of being vulnerable, um, not only for you, as discussed, but also for others. Uh, so that we can reach them uh, and that others can then go, then go off uh, and bring freedom to the world. So I'm excited for this episode with JP, and I, I do hope that you find some value in this conversation. I trust that uh, you will take this with a, with a good spirit. And without further ado, I'm going to turn the conversation to JP Pakluta and all that he has to say. Uh, so I know this 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 month right now is quite a hot month for you. Uh, a lot of travel, a lot of excitement, um, a lot of uh, you know showcasing some of the work and uh, really where God's been leading and calling you in your life uh, with your latest book, Welcome to Adulting, it's navigating. It's been crazy. It's been
1: a whirlwind, kind of. You know, from city to city, and uh, I love the way that the book has been received and has been helpful to people. And just reading reviews, it's been a really humbling thing. I just I celebrate what God is doing through it.
0: Wow, that's incredible! And so, so the book title: "Welcome to Adulting: Navigating Faith, Friendship, Finances, and Future." So, there's a definitely a, a good deal to unpack there. Um, but I think to help set the stage and uh, explain a bit more about. You know, this work and really all that it encompasses, I think it's important to go back and hear a bit more about your personal background, where you come from, and your faith roots as well.
1: Absolutely. Well, I was raised in a small town, South Texas, uh, 6,000 people in the middle of nowhere, raised on a farm, 20 acres along the river. And I wanted to get to the city as, as quickly as I could. I was raised in the church, went to a parochial school for nine years, but when I went to college, you know God my theology of God was he was kind of the sheriff in the sky uh who wanted to you know lock me up if I did something wrong and so in college I did a lot of things wrong just kind of drugs sex and and hip-hop in my case they say Mm -hmm. rock and roll but hip-hop in my case and uh and so I didn't want anything to do with God I wasn't going to church at that time and I graduated Ended up graduating and moved to the big city as quickly as I could moved to Dallas got a job kind of everything wrong with Dallas and one person you know I wanted to be a billionaire before I was 30 and, and just was addicted to sex and pornography and uh loved the bar scene the club scene you know drinking uh, occasional drug use and um I was at a bar 16 years ago, and somebody invited me to church, and I went, and I sat in the back row hungover. I smelled like smoke from the night before, and I began to wrestle with, you know, I believe there's a God, but I don't know who he is. And really, I was like, what are the odds I'd be born to the right country? Like, if I was born in India, I'd be Hindu. If I was born in China, I'd be Buddhist. If I was born in Iran, I'd be uh, Muslim. And so what are the odds that, that I'm born to the right country of the right faith. So I started studying world religions, bought a book on world religions and seeking God. And I was blown away by the evidence that supported the narrative of Jesus Christ, that he lived a perfect life, that he died and that he came back to life. And I I trusted that he died for me and that he defeated death by raising from the dead. And when I put my faith in that, everything changed. What I did for fun changed. Who I hung out with changed. The way I dated changed. The way I made money changed. Eventually, my my career changed with a calling into ministry. And uh, the Lord just really took over. And so I've spent, uh, you know, with my life changing in my early 20s, I've spent the last 12 years, so a little over a decade, ministering to people in their 20s and 30s and really studying uh, up close millennials, as they call it, Gen Y, mm-hmm. and, uh, and now Gen Z coming on the scene. And so really passionate about reaching that age group for the cause of Christ.
0: Wow! Wonderful, wonderful. Um. So. So on that, uh, this is a few questions. What. Uh, what is. Uh, really classified as a as a you know a young adult? And you mentioned uh, this really this kind of this this age bracket. What where does that start and kind of where does that go to?
1: Yeah, we we look uh, 18 to 35 or 18 to 39 Mm -hmm. for the broader spectrum. And so there's people on the fringe and I've got some older friends, you know, folks in their forties that are just really passionate about ministering to, Mm -hmm. uh, younger people as well. And so I get to partner with them. So kind of that, uh, uh, post college. So as you think about the whole passion movement, they're doing a great job of, of reaching college students. We kind of go after right out of college, um, and into the professional world, that, that demographic. I mean, that's when you uh, you have a little bit of resources and a lot of freedom, and you, you're an adult now, and so it's like, oh, man, this is the real world. Um, like, what do I do? And what I've seen is that's when a lot of people begin to reconsider, okay, what do I really believe about God? Because kind of like the rich young ruler, you, you try everything, and you, you come up at the D, and it's like, okay, I need to revisit this whole idea that there's a creator. Who is he?
0: yeah, absolutely so you're you know so someone who's walking in uh, and is you know 21, 22 23 and really at a, I think at these, these these critical junctures of their life where they're much more on their own even than college and I think this is elevated right being in the professional world or, Maybe being going to graduate school, or or maybe taking on some other form of trade or profession. Um, there's there's a lot of questions in the different aspects of life, and kind of the bigger picture that all these different aspect aspects face. So you have you, you mentioned here navigating faith, friendships, finances, and the future. Um, but for I, I guess first looking at I think faith. Um, I, I think faith first is is it, if you're somebody who has who has been you know outside of the church or maybe you're really starting to get back in what are the what are the things that uh, that should be important and, and really how should you go about getting involved if you're somebody who is not very familiar or maybe is is you know quite scared to get back into it That's great Fantastic question, Tyler. Thank you for asking
1: that. So I would start with, okay, what do you believe? What I'm seeing amongst millennials and young adults is they have no idea what they believe. They're embracing ideas like, well, all roads lead to heaven. You know, can we really know if there's a God? Does hell even exist? And so those are great questions. I would just say find answers to those questions. There's incredible resources more today than any other time, you know, in the the age of information. uh, You have more information available to you to not just sit in in the Oh, nobody can know. No, there's,
0: like there's libraries and volumes of answers to your questions. Seek them wow. out. And so a place that you might seek them
1: out, of course, I would hope would be a church, that you would find a church. And so in every city, uh, at least in America, there's... Uh, usually a good healthy Bible teaching church and so this is somebody there on Sunday opening the Word of God and teaching it to you and so don't find a don't find you know if you don't look for the perfect church look for a good Bible teaching church if you find a perfect church don't go there because you ruin it, because we're all sinners, you know. And so just find a, a healthy church, and then you want to commit yourself to it. And so find out what that church needs, how you can serve there, contribute there, um, be under the authority. There's a, a chapter in the book just that talks a lot about authority. Be under the authority of the elders there, the leaders there, so that you can be a blessing to them, Hebrews 13, 17 says. Mm. And so as you do that, what I hope, my hopes for all of your listeners, that they would exist in what i call community maybe you call it small groups home groups cell groups um but a community group, uh, a a small group of people who know you and love God and love you and know God, and you guys are going through life together, celebrating victories, and they're helping you carry the burdens that life throws at you because life is difficult, and it's a whole lot more difficult when we do it by ourselves. And so just to to recap that, I would say know what you believe, uh, belong to a church, serve there and contribute there, be under the authority of elders there and exist or live in community there.
0: Mm, wonderful Uh, and you mentioned for your personal walk and your journey it was important for you to look at world religions and kind of see this greater narrative and be in and kind of have this overarching view but then also get into the get into the word get into scripture and really seek wisdom through that avenue as well where i think you're going to find a lot of depth and i think it's important uh, from what i'm gathering it's important to kind of have both perspectives in seeking knowledge and wisdom, um, maybe especially for somebody who is coming from an intellectual background or uh, has, you know, or values knowledge. And I think a lot of folks that are accessing podcasts are value knowledge and value the 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 the, the resource of information. So, um, just kind of want to hear if it's, it, am I on the right kind of uh, train of thought there, and the importance of seeing really getting into the word, but then also seeing kind of how it plays and the really the, you know, I'd say credibility or a case for this, for this narrative and this truth.
1: Yeah. Like apologetics. Here's why I think that could be important to somebody is I, what I don't want is just people embracing their parents' religion I, uh, because mm-hmm. it doesn't take root. It's not real. And so you've got to figure out like, man, did I, did I choose correctly? And so I am a follower of Jesus Christ. i bet the farm on the death and the resurrection of Jesus. And I didn't do that blindly. the truth and the life and no one comes to the Father except through him and so if someone is out there they're not there they they don't agree with that I love to engage in conversations and understand where that person's truth comes from which gets to the second part of your question I do think people want knowledge and wisdom but where you get that knowledge and wisdom is really really important Mm -hmm. because so many sources out there, and the vast majority of them seek to lead you astray, and so you need to choose the right source of knowledge and wisdom. And say, okay, this is this is what I believe to be absolutely true. Uh, the scripture says that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and so uh, I think beginning with this idea that there is there is a God that He's a Creator that He's put everything into motion, um, and and really, as we're here, we seek to know Him and to glorify Him, and we find purpose in that. And when we when we live outside of that, then we're really living outside of our purpose, and that's going to lead to death, despair, depression. Um, you know, a, a really a missing of purpose, if you will. Mm.
0: Um, so I, I want to come back to to purpose, um, but maybe this this will this will lead to it here. Is I want to know uh, really in this time right now in two thousand eighteen. Uh, the you know 21st century I guess in general. what have you seen kind of at a maybe in yourself and others around you? Um, maybe at the world at large that really told you that hey this book is needed right now. Yeah. Well that, that
1: is precisely why I wrote welcome to Adulting. Uh, my hope is that someone who is seeking to find meaning and purpose in life, that this would be a a map or a roadmap, a tour guide for them, and they wouldn't read it by themselves, but if they live in that community group, so this would be my hope for your listeners right now. That let's just say they're they're not plugged into a church, or they're they're flailing a little bit in life, they're bumping their heads against the challenges of life, that and so that they would find, you know, three. To five other guys and say, hey, do you guys want to meet every Thursday at 7 a.m.? Now, I've made up that day and time, but mm-hmm. you, you choose the day and the time that works for you at this Starbucks or at this coffee shop or at this church. And let's meet and let's talk about life. Let's read this book together. There's questions at the end of every chapter, and uh, and and let's see if, if there's something that if the Lord has something for us in there in regards to finding a wife, in regards to uh, finding a career calling, in regards to healing from past hurts and addictions, uh, in regards to what what is the afterlife? What what does that look like? Um, in regards to purpose as we've already covered uh, finances uh, all of those things, anxiety how how to deal with the the worries of this world, all of these things are in this book and the reason, direct answer to your question is I kept seeing the lives of tens of thousands of young adults so I have the privilege of of leading uh, one of the largest young adult, weekly young adult gatherings in the world and and have done so for the past uh, over a decade and so looking at the lives of tens of thousands of young adults is just You see so many patterns, choices that some of them make that lead to destruction and choices that some of them make that lead to life. And you see it over and over and over year in and year out, year in and year out. And so how can I help these people by just showing them, hey, if you would just be thoughtful about this, it's going to lead to life. And if not, you're going to hurt yourself. And so that's how
0: the book was born. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, And you mentioned kind of a going and seeking out, uh, you know, with three to five or however many, you know, in small groups and community, however that looks, where you can really get in and, and ta- maybe and tackle at a deeper level the questions that you might not be getting um, or might not be seeking out yourself through a Sunday service. Again, the, the incredible value in and. In, in, uh, in, you know, typical service, but then also getting deeper into the word and seeing the different elements and uh, chatting with others that are at you know maybe at a have gone there before or, or at that at that stage right now. And you mentioned uh, this this one word purpose, and I think this is um, I, I've been hearing this a lot, very very frequently, and I think people are really starting to kind of question what purpose means, and again where they're finding knowledge and wisdom to. Uh, that that would that would uh, further develop their purpose or further make sense of their purpose. So I want to know how do you understand um, identifying um, and then living out your purpose uh, as a young adult?
1: Yeah. So I think if we were created by God, so let's just start here. If there's a God, so mm. we have to decide: is there a God? Is there not? Is there a creator? Is there not? Um, have I bought into a, a naturalist narrative? That you know, time and space, things just exploded, and life's form existed, and life's evolved into these complex creatures, and different species were shot out from under that. Have, do I, have I bought into that, or do I believe that if I found a watch in the woods um, with these perfect parts inside of it, that that would mean that there was a watchmaker somewhere, and uh, and so I believe that there's a creator. Okay, so if we start there, well, there's a creator, then he created us, and then we have to say, ask the question why and the answer to the question why is our purpose and so as we begin to look at that you know one you have as we've covered you have to find your source of truth who's going to be able to answer the question of why we're here and what are we here for i believe it's to know god to make him known there's a lot of different ways to say that uh to glorify god to live for his glory um and so that's that's where i think purpose is found and so i think we can we can glorify god in anything except sin and uh and so as we live uh, you know for his glory for his pleasure then then we are we are finding our purpose and we can do that in the way we work in the way we date You do that more by ourselves and this is where I think that idea of community that you touched on is so important because we can't do that alone um, the, the scripture really doesn't leave room for that it says do not forsake the gathering together as some are in the habit of it's Hebrews 10 25 and, uh, and so here I'll just kind of give a rabbit trail example on this because mm-hmm. I touched on it early on and it's kind of a bomb for some people but like I, I talked about being addicted to pornography my hunch is you know 70% of your listeners uh, are engaged in that sin struggle and and some of them probably since the 5th grade or before and they just think man I'll just do this the rest of my life or until I'm married and whatnot. It's like, no, man, you, you you gotta have help. You have to you don't understand that is not living out your purpose and therefore it is destroying your life. It's, it's robbing you of life. It's hurting your marriage long before you even have a prospect. Uh, and so You know the way that you heal from that is as you meet with those guys Thursday morning at 7am you begin to confess that to them and you ask them for help ask them for prayer you know you do that on a regular basis say hey guys can you guys pray for me hey this is what what it looked like and as you do that then what will happen is the sin in your life begins to die and your purpose begins to to flourish and be born out of that and you begin to find life as it was intended to live
0: Mm. so as you as you Kind of uh, get get closer to God by uh, by you know dissolving and fizzling out the the sins and the the the, the, the elements that are taking you away from God. You start to really live more into your purpose.
1: Sometimes I think life is as simple as you know what makes you love God more. Mm-hmm. Do a lot of that and have a death death grip on that answer. Like what makes you love God more? do that mm. and what distracts you from God stop doing that put that to death don't don't do that anymore and uh, and you see more some more practical steps
0: uh, around that in in this book welcome to adulting mm. so um, these different examples that are I think really uh, uh, challenging and are um, more and more prevalent uh, for young adults uh, some of them you know are a conscious choice some of them are things that are um, that are a lot harder to deal with and might it might not it, and are not something that they're choosing to do right depression anxiety um but also this this but also pornography as you mentioned um, and lust and um, getting into these type of things which are again pulling them away how you mentioned community but can you speak a little bit more on the process of this the you know breaking free or the, the deliverance the liberation or how you know the the freedom of that, and kind of a bit more about the, that concept as well.
1: Uh, yeah, I want to understand the question. Speak more to uh, the, the freedom that's found from pornography. So, yeah, the,
0: the freedom that's found from that, and maybe an example of how you or someone that you've encountered that has been able to to break th- break free, and how they've been able to do that. Yeah,
1: well, let me back up for just a minute. because you talked about depression, anxiety. I always mm. get a little nervous when we we look. Broke those in together yeah. with something like pornography, and I agree with you a statement you made that that sometimes that happens against our will. Will uh, we live in a sinful, a uh, fallen world? Disease exists here. Uh, mental illness, brain illness exists mm-hmm. here, um, and so sometimes you know someone can be anxious for uh, uh, for nothing that they've done on their own. I completely believe that, and and may need professional help. Um, with a, a lot of times there are choices that we make that we don't even realize that can lead us to a place where we are more anxious or Mm -hmm. uh, more despairing, more depressed. And, uh, and I, you know, I would say (laughs) to rope these all together, I'd say pornography is one of them. A lot of times I meet with guys they are like, Hey, I'm anxious. Uh, I've done nothing to be anxious. I'm, I'm sad. I'm depressed. I've done nothing to be depressed. And you pry into it further. And it's like, Oh, yeah, I mean, I've been looking at porn since college and I'm like, well, man, dude, that's going to, that is going to have an impact on your psyche on, you know, on the shame that you feel on the way that you live. And so don't, don't, um, don't just assume that, that this just jumped on you, uh, all by itself. Like sometimes it is our our choice again, emphasis on sometimes save myself a ton of emails, uh, (laughs) emphasis on sometimes not all the time, but, um. The way I've seen, gosh, I would to give somebody hope. I've seen uh, thousands of people find freedom here, and um, the way that I think about it, like CPR, like we're dying because of our sin. We need CPR. The C is confess every time, confess your sin every time. James five sixteen says, "This is how healing is found. Confess your sin every time." The P is pray, pray fervently, daily, multiple times a day. Lord, help me. Really uh, raw, honest prayers. God, this is this is how I look at porn. It's it's on my phone. It's hashtag Instagram. You know, chasing hashtags. It's it's going to this website. It's it's going to the store, whatever that is for your listener. Mm. So you pray, Lord, please don't let me do that. Please Mm. keep me from that. Please help me to live in the light you pray really honest consistent prayers and then the r is remove access and this is how i can tell if somebody wants to get well or not you know they'll come and they'll say hey you know i'm struggling with porn i'm like how do you access porn they say well on my phone i say hey where's your phone they say, well it's in my pocket i'm like you're not struggling they would what do you mean like you're not struggling you're carrying it around with you in your pocket and so if your phone is how you access porn get rid of your porn uh, get rid of your phone like get a flip phone get rid of a smartphone it's like well man that Chapter 5, Jesus says, if your hand causes you to sin, cut it off. If your eye causes you to sin, gouge it out. If that's legalistic, then Jesus was the ultimate legalist, which I don't think he was. Um, And so we're to take these, so CPR, confess every time, even before at the thought level, if you can, like when you think about it, confess, pray consistently, daily, multiple times a day. Really raw, honest prayers. God can mm. handle it. He sees what you do, uh, and then remove access. Um, I think that that's the way I've seen a lot of people find healing, and and all of that in the context of community that I talked about
0: earlier. Mm. Great. Yeah, I I, um, I, I always like those the acronyms or something that you can take away that help uh, help you know really solidify this process and and coming back and come back to it because. You know, a lot of a lot of information that we that we hear, we'll forget. Um, you know, forget I forget the, st- the statistics, but you know, ninety some percent of what you hear, uh, you know, one day you're gonna forget the next day. But I like this process, and it's it's I think it's cyclical and always coming back to it as well, uh, so that this becomes a habit, this becomes a practice that can ultimately lead you to this place of really freedom or uh, great great removal from. Um, you know, pornography or something that is really challenging. Um, uh, Final few questions here. I want to know, uh, how have you been able to to reach this millennial generation? So um, I think if you're, and again, kind of advice you have for folks who are maybe uh, older and they're, you know, in their forties or, but are serving or are really immersed in the, in the life of a millennial or folks that are, that are millennials and want to get there, and uh, and are hoping to to reach others and share this word or share a message of uh, of you know God's love and God's truth through kind of this the narrative that we've been talking about here. Um, how have you been able to do it? What advice would you have for others? Yeah,
1: well, I do think it's a sovereign act of God <laughs> and just His grace in my life. But but I, I've been asked enough. You know, hey, what are some helpful Mm. things and maybe you've picked up by now is i'm i'm just pretty raw and honest Mm. and i think you have to be to reach the the next generation you have to be authentic uh because they they grew up when it was like hey get your act together tuck your shirt in let's go in this place talking about church and and look like we have it all together like we're the perfect family and they're just done with that and so they don't want a replica of their favorite celebrity Mm. pastor um they, they don't they can sniff out if somebody's playing games and so you got to lead with a limp like start with your own failures be vulnerable say hey this is how I'm struggling right now which is really mm. counterintuitive to leadership but I think is also very basic to leadership to be vulnerable um, transparent honest authentic uh, real as you begin to engage with them and then they want a vision that's bigger than themselves and so don't don't mm. lower the ball where people have made a huge mistake well what if we we just meet every other Wednesday and you know if you can't make it no big deal no oh, wait man raise the bar hey we're going to meet every Wednesday 7am if you're going to miss three of them don't even sign up kind of deal like mm-hmm. like let's call people to something they'll respond to that and when we meet we're going to talk about how we can change the world for the cost mm-hmm. of Christ and so I think that's a, you know expanding their vision and then lastly like and trust them like deploy young people like say hey now you go do it that whole like i do it you watch we do it together you do it i watch now you go do it like let them go do ministry let them Mm. go on mission let them go overseas let them serve in the city uh give them opportunities to be deployed and they what i've seen is they really respond to that
0: Mm. awesome um what what advice do you have for your younger self
1: for my younger self oh, I've, I've, i have a list of 10 things but uh I, and it's and it's shortened from a list of ten thousand things uh I, I think we don't understand how dangerous sexual sin is uh paul writes to the letter, his letter to corinthians chapter 6 18 and 20 um Please, sexual immorality. All other sin a man commits is outside the body. But whoever sins sexually sins against their own body. Do you not know that your body is a temple of the Holy Spirit who is in you? Whom you receive from God. You are not your own. You've been bought by a price. Therefore, honor God with your body. And so I I, I would go and tell my, my old self, man, you are really you're really screwing things up in the choices that you're making and that it's going to have real consequences to your to your wife that you haven't Mm -hmm. met yet to your children that haven't been born yet uh to your ministry that's non-existent like you you really need to spare yourself these mental images and experiences that would be one uh money you know don't spend money you don't have uh would be another these are all straight from the proverbs too, a book of Mm -hmm. wisdom that ideas have consequences so be careful what you believe be,
0: pay attention to what you pay attention to uh, would be something else i tell myself so I mean, there's a lot of them but those are a few hmm. yeah no thank you i appreciate it. that being careful of really where you uh, you know you, you you plant your crops or where where you're harvesting um, and right. kind of, and what soil your what soil you're you know you're growing it on because it can have the opportunity uh, to to really flourish into something uh yeah. or, or it can uh it can re- lead you down a path that is uh, that carries a lot of baggage and weight that's uh that is obviously very removable but it's going to take a lot it's going take some take some time
1: yeah another way to say it is is don't don't, so Proverbs four twenty three the bowel scars, your heart There's the wellspring of life. And so we're fed a message right now, follow your passions okay. or even follow your heart. And I would say to the listener and to my 20 year old self, uh, don't follow your heart until you inform your heart. So you have to show your heart what to love and where to go before you trust it. Like we would never get in a car and just follow the GPS without, um, In first inputting an address Uh, and our heart is the same way like until we inform it with truth it's very impressionable it's like a bloodhound and so it wants more of what it's fed Mm -hmm. and so if you feed it pornography or you feed it romantic comedies or you feed it you know sitcoms or you feed it you know Music with with uh, sinful themes—it just wants more of that. It consumes more of that. But if you get, begin to feed it truth, and you begin to show your heart where to go, you know everything in your life flows from that. And so, don't follow your heart until you've informed your heart.
0: Don't follow your heart until you've informed your heart. Yeah. Wonderful. Um, and, and just to to conclude, uh, just a final piece uh, of encouragement, nugget of encouragement. Uh, to those who may be listening uh, maybe in a season right now of, uh, of pornography or a really incredible challenge that they uh, that that they can't take off by themselves um, and then also just where listeners can can find your book uh, and you know find more about you as well.
1: Yeah man I would just tell the men that are listening that they were created by a God who has a purpose for them. He formed them in their mother's wombs. and knows how many hairs are on their head. Um, and if you're struggling right now, get help. And I pray you'd look at the church first and, and, and cry out for help until someone notices you. Like sometimes people are like, well, I asked for help, but they, you know, nobody just did anything. Don't keep, don't like be vigilant in your cry out for help. Like just, I know it takes confidence. I know it takes courage, but I, I, you know, in ten years of or twelve years of ministry, I've never met anyone more addicted to pornography than I was. And to give you hope, I've been free for over a decade now, completely sober from porn. And uh, I never thought I I would go a day without seeing it. And now it's been a decade. And so there is hope for you. And uh, and 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 today can be the day that you that you pursue that hope that the the next you know breast you see would be your wife and the last bre- see would be your wife like there is hope for that like, that is possible and begin to pursue it and uh find mm. your purpose that like you're you're not in the wrong job like you're in the right job god has a purpose for you in that job he wants to use you in that job and so all of this is all of these ideas are expounded upon in this book welcome to adulting that's the name of the book welcome to adulting um navigating faith friendship finances of the future and uh it can be found anywhere books are sold so any bookstore christian bookstore barnes and noble amazon um it's it's in all of those places it's we're on a third print run in just a week and so it's it's been very well received you can read the reviews on amazon um i think the contents of this book is uh, it's life-changing uh because you know it's it's the contents that I've seen change lives over the past decade. And so I pray that it is. And I would just ask all of your listeners, if you are a Christian, would you just pray for this resource take a minute right now and pray that the Lord would use it? I'm so
0: grateful, Tyler. So thankful for you and what you're doing and for you having me on. JP, thanks so much for, for, uh, for sharing a word and sharing uh, your life and uh, sharing your recent work, really all of this encapsulated in in a brief 30 minutes. So um, again, I thank you and uh, I hope this is, an encouragement, um, but also uh, a search and a start for for uh, for more more good knowledge, more information uh, for our listeners as well. So, thank you. Amen, brother. Thank you.